0: Happy site owners and webmasters, welcome to the Block A Tips Tuesday Podcast for January 31st, 2023. And I'm your host, Mayanna. Tips this week include a request to let me know if you're listening to the Tips Tuesday Podcast. The GA4 course tutorials are live. Thank you to everyone who sent one in. A private GA4 webinar starts today. The GA4 affiliate program is now open. The Yoast SEO tutorials are being updated in the DIY SEO course. How a change of strategy exploded my video views. Can you get site traffic from your YouTube videos? New Google antitrust lawsuit that affects ad revenue. A graph that shows just how much Google dominates global ad revenue. Microsoft wants to democratize AI for all how the stable diffusion lawsuit could impact all machine learning AI, a private AI search app called Neva that you'll want to check out, and an update on how my new secret YouTube channel is going. So let's dive in. In Blockade Happenings, this past week has been full of client site work, making new DIY SEO tutorials, and playing to my heart's content with AI stuff for both my own secret projects as well as for blockade courses and Zach has a few special needs and I'm grateful that they keep us both on a set schedule of breaks it's real easy for hours to pass by when I'm going down the AI rabbit hole and Zach is like I'm here for you mom and keeps us both up and moving around and doing fun playful activities too Good boy, Zach. Now, hey, I got something serious to ask you. Are you a podcast listener? One of the caveats of running a podcast is that there is no good way to know how many subscribers you have or if they actually listen or just have it set to auto download. That's because podcasts are on a feed and can be syndicated by every podcast app out there, and few to none of them give you any sort of analytics. So, if you do listen to the podcast, please leave a comment on the blog or reply to the email you got from Bloggate News with the Tips Tuesday post. And let me know that you're a listener. I'm serious. I really do need to have an idea of how many folks actually rely on the podcast to get their Tips Tuesday fix, not just listen to it while they read the post. And I appreciate y'all telling me how entertaining you find it and i'm so glad to connect with you that way but the fact is i don't think it's reaching too many folks anymore and it takes a lot of time to produce and now that i'm doing more videos for tips tuesday which you'll hear about in a moment i think those have the potential for far more reach plus after 600 plus weekly shows i'm thinking about taking a break from it so Please do let me know if the podcast is your favorite way to hear from me and get your site success tips. Hearing from you will make a big difference in my decision about it. And I want to give you an update on site services. The wait list for site services is running into the last of February and the first of March. So, if you're ready for your yearly site checkup or if you want to do your first audit and get everything squared away for spring... Now is the time to fill out the site audit request form. In BlogAid course happenings, thank you to everyone who sent in your kind words about how much you're enjoying the ultimate GA4 course for bloggers. And you can see those testimonials on the GA4 course info page as well as the page dedicated to them. And please do keep sending them in. You'll find a link at the top of your Ultimate GA4 course dashboard page, along with links for joining our Facebook group and such, too. And woohoo! The GA4 affiliate program is also now open to all course members. And today, I'll be doing a private webinar for a course member who runs a blogger group. We'll be offering special discounts for her group, too. Now, if you're in the course, See the link at the top of your course dashboard page to apply to become an affiliate. If you run a group or know of someone who runs a group for bloggers, be sure to tell them about this super opportunity to help their peeps get going with GA4. And woohoo, I'm updating the Yoast tutorials in the DIY SEO course. Now you may recall last week that I announced the new user interface was being released in version 20 of the Yoast SEO plugin. I updated to it and I've been remaking all of the Yoast SEO tutorials in the DIY SEO course. Most of the settings have not changed, but how to get to them has. The new look is modern and I'm glad they didn't wait for WordPress to remake its admin interface, which is sorely in need of it. But then again, that would break every WordPress tutorial out there. And of course, they don't think about that, but we sure do right now i've got all the global settings tutorials done and i'm now working on the own page module tutorials and we'll be doing our quick checks in the diy seo course soon too now besides finishing up with the new yoast tutorials i've got a few other updates i need to do with the google search console tutorials and then we'll be ready to start our quick checks in the diy seo course to ensure our foundation is solid Now, I don't know of any other SEO course that offers these tutorials or checks. And honestly, if your foundation is not right, all the keyword research in the world won't help you. If Google is having issues crawling your site or finding errors when it does crawl, your SEO efforts are just not going to work well for you. That's why we start with these quick checks and why we have a technical SEO workshop too. All right, y'all. That's all the happenings around here. Let's jump into this week's tips and news. In video tips, every Tuesday, I would publish a quick video everywhere with an overview of what was in this week's Tips Tuesday. And it wasn't really getting any traction. So... Last week, I changed strategy and Bolt made a bunch of videos that focused on just one highlight from the weekly post. Holy cow, that worked. Most of them were less than 60 seconds. And that seems to be part of the key to getting the social platforms to put them in front of more eyeballs too. So I'm going to keep that up and see if I can also get more conversion from it. Now, let's talk about site traffic from YouTube. One of the things I really like about Google Analytics 4 is the ability to see video metrics. That includes whether the video in my post was watched or not. And I'm absolutely delighted to see how much site traffic is coming from YouTube as well. That speaks volumes to doing good SEO on YouTube itself, not just video SEO on my site. So, don't think for a minute that YouTube is not a good source of site traffic. It certainly can be. In SEO tips, uh uh-oh, there's a new Google antitrust lawsuit. The Department of Justice, along with eight states, just filed a new lawsuit on Google's digital advertising monopoly. And considering that most ad agencies are Google Ad Partners, oh i'm seriously wondering how this will affect them now if your ad agency releases anything about it please do let me know and i'll keep you posted on what i hear now if you're wondering why google is considered to have a monopoly on ad revenue huh, go take a look at an infographic i've got linked for you in the show notes of the most visited sites in the world number one is google followed by youtube which google owns and just look at how much of the ad revenue they control in ai tips and speaking of ad revenue and revenue in general microsoft's ad revenue from bing has been steadily going down and their stock took a heck of a dip when they released their lower quarterly earnings too but then it bounced right back with their announcement about what they plan to do with their investment into open AI. Basically, they want it to be available to everybody. Now, Search Engine Journal laid out Microsoft's three OpenAI partnership goals, which are supercomputing at scale. Microsoft will put more resources into creating and using specialized supercomputers to speed up OpenAI's research. And then second, New AI experiences. Microsoft will use OpenAI's models in its consumer and enterprise products and create new digital experiences using OpenAI's technology. And finally, exclusivity. Microsoft Azure will power all OpenAI workloads as the company's only cloud provider. Uh Uh-huh. And while all of this sounds like a monopoly, hmm, they know that Google's 20 new AI offerings that are coming this year will be entirely owned and controlled by Alphabet, Google's parent company. Can anybody say VCR versus Betamax? If you're old enough to remember the days of video on tape, I think it's a whole lot more like that than PC versus Mac. Well, maybe not. If Microsoft is going to include AI in all of its products, then that will give them a big foot in the door with all business users who primarily run on PC and Windows. And that user experience may float over from the workplace to home too. Plus, we all know what a terrible track record Google has of releasing things, then tweaking them to the point that they become hard to use, then dumping them while complaining that no one uses the things. Folks, Microsoft is betting the farm on OpenAI. And this may just be a battle they can win. What do you think? Oh, and there's another big lawsuit. This time it's against stable diffusion. And this is the first big lawsuit on an AI image generator. And the arguments in the lawsuit could impact how all ai machine learning is done in the future here's the thing there is no putting this ai genie back in the bottle OpenAI trained gpt mostly on books and other hard copy printed material not on the internet but the same can't be said of the ai image generation tools it looks like they grabbed any images they could find from everywhere Right now, ChatGPT is running on GPT-3, which has the training model of the size of a pinhead compared to what they have trained GPT-4 on, which also includes the internet. Google has done its DeepMind AI training on any and everything it could get its digital hands on, too. So... I don't think the release of AI services is going to wait for this lawsuit with stable diffusion to be settled. I think they're going to put it out there and make all the money they can and pay fines later down the road. There is nothing about the law that's up to date with any of this. So expect more AI to be released and expect more lawsuits to follow. And don't expect any type of resolution anytime soon as to the legality of all of it. And if you do read the article that I have linked for you, be sure to also read the comments that disagree with the article authors take on the lawsuit. And all of this is why I keep reminding you to check the license and terms of use On any AI tool you use for anything. If they are assuming the liability for commercial use, then you're okay to use it. And oh, here we go. If you thought attention span of readers was already short, now there are AI search apps popping up that do all the searching for you and give you just a synopsis of them. Neva is one such app it's kind of like google and bing but zero ads and it's entirely private and i've seen others but this one has the best ui i've seen so far so what does this mean for you as a blogger these apps are only going to pull in the top five to ten sources and if your blog post is not in the top five you may not even get seen However, we all know from our own searches that the top five posts may or may not be the best ones for what we're seeking. So, these apps are still relying on the algorithms of other search engines to determine what they present to their users. But that may change down the road. And we'll see in a few months what becomes of Microsoft adding chat GPT to Bing. And then Google adding Sparrow, one of their other AIs, to Google search. And I'll be keeping you posted here, and we'll be discussing this and trying these things out in the DIY SEO course this year, too. And finally, today, I thought you might be curious about how my new secret YouTube channel is going. It is heavily reliant on AI. In fact, I've been wanting to do it for years, and AI made it possible, so I jumped on it. I'm using MidJourney, which is an AI image generator, for many of the images shown in the videos. And I'm using Adobe After Effects for the motion parts of the video. And I'm relying heavily on ChatGPT to help me with the research of the content itself. Plus, I'm using Speaker2 for the AI voiceover. Now, I'm not telling anyone what the channel is because this is an experiment to see if I can grow a channel from scratch with the sort of entertainment videos I'm making. And I know the metric I'm about to tell you is not a real gauge of growth, but it's what I'm using at this time. I wanted to have more views than days the videos have been posted and that's happened. So that's good. Now, the channel has been live for one month, and I have around 65 views in total. So, now I have twice as many views as days it's been live, and I have two subscribers. It takes three to six months for SEO to catch on anywhere, including YouTube. So, I'm delighted with a little bit of growth I've been seeing. At some point, it will start to snowball and gain viewers faster. But, it takes more than good SEO. It takes consistent publishing. Right now, I'm learning a new thing with the video or images or research for every video. So, I can only produce one, maybe two a week. But, I'm trying to be as consistent with it as I can. And, everything I'm learning will be used in the secret business project that I had hoped to launch at the end of the year but got postponed due to making the GA4 courses. Now, I'm not far from circling back to that project. In fact, that will happen when I get the DIY SEO workshops underway. So, lots to learn and do still, but it's creative and fun, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm glad to see that others are starting to find it and enjoy it too all right y'all that's a wrap for this week's tips tuesday thanks for contacting me and let me know you listen to the podcast and be sure to visit blockade.net for more tips and resources and i'll see you online